Chevy Equinox with forward collision alert, automatic emergency braking, and available all-wheel drive. It's my ultimate mobile device. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com to schedule a test drive. Chevy Equinox. It's your choice. Own it. Spring forward. It sounds like such a wonderful thing, doesn't it? (laughs) Daylight saving time. It's happening this weekend. So we thought we'd talk to Dr. Kathy Sexton Radek. Radek. Kathy, this is a big issue. You are a sleep expert. You're with Elmhurst College, correct? Yes, that's right. And so what do you know? Things happen when we spring forward. I understand that you might get into a car crash on Monday. That likelihood increases. Heart issues, stroke issues. How do we avoid this? Well, the 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 logic and the and the messaging we'd like to 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 get across from the American Association of Sleep Medicine is that for your own health and safety like you just pointed out in education, we'd like to really support the idea of more standard time rather than the daylight saving. You see with the daylight saving, that adjustment that gets done, it then puts us in a position where there's more darkness in the morning and more light at night. And light is, uh, they use a, a German term, Zeitgeber. It's a, it's a trigger um, that uh, lets us know that it's time to be at the wake part of our sleep-wake cycle. So in essence, it skews this messaging to our body of when we should be awake and about our day's work or asleep. And our body has to do this adjustment, whether we're cognizant of it and we try to do an adjustment with daylight savings time, or perhaps people just move along and move through it at these subtle mistakes that happen, or even the more serious ones you indicated, you know, with inflammation and medical conditions that worsen and symptoms that become Uh, much more problematic, causing possibilities of really dire consequences like cardiovascular incidents and strokes. So we'd like, in the sake of for exercise and nutrition and sleep, you know, these strong messages, we'd like to move towards a standard time without adjusting the clock so that we don't have to adjust our rhythm of our body. This is Dr. Kathy Sexton-Radek. She's a consultant for the American Academy of Sleep Medicine and also at Elmhurst College. I don't know a lot of people that really like it. So is this something that you think you could get legislative, you know, legislative, can, can you get it done? Can you get a bill pushed through? I mean, it obviously has to be done on the federal level, and I know it's been attempted in the past. Where does it stand now? I'm not familiar with the status right now at this moment, but I have every confidence that advocates in for uh, legal issues related to uh, AASM and, and some of our other sleep societies are hard at work with this. And other necessary measures have, have also been uh, advocated by sleep societies, such as having a later start time for school for teenagers and things like this, so that their own uh, sleep-wake rhythm could also be less um, taxed by changes in um, when they need to be alert and awake and when they are ready for sleep. So while it's something that's in process, I I have every confidence we'll, we'll move towards it because the strong points of advocating for health and um, reducing some of these dangers and changes that occurred that have been measured in various public health studies, um, 
bring us to a point of wanting to make some sort of change uh, for the better uh, to uh, to be able to uh, facilitate better health for everyone. We spring forward this weekend. It's an it's an out. You know how I always know, Doc, is that it's happening is my dogs are confused about what time it is to eat. <laughs> They're the ones like, hey, what's going on? It's time. Get up. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know, there are some things we could do, you know, until while this is all in process and we're thinking about it, we're trying to adjust to it, and we intend the best, right? There are some concrete things we can do. We can think about as best we can trying to capture as about seven hours of sleep. And if if you can, try to adjust a smidge just a bit towards Saturday night by going to shifting your bedtime just a little bit earlier, 10, 15 minutes um, and then perhaps um, on Sunday morning, uh, heading out, if, well, with our, our beautiful Chicago weather, like today, a little snowfall, a little crisp temperatures, but as it would allow, going out into natural outdoor uh, environment or at least sitting by a window with some natural light to just give our, our body some extra light signals to let us know it is wake time and tell the brain it's time to be up and at them and do our, do our work so we can help that signaling by a little bit of emphasis with some natural outdoor light or if it's a day like this morning, maybe some natural light that we grasp by way of sitting next to a window. This is Dr. Kathy Sexton-Radek. She's a consultant for the American Academy of Sleep Medicine. You've also got a sleep laboratory. This is what you study. Why is it so many people have a tough time sleeping these days? Every woman I talk to over the age of 40 is like, I can't sleep. I can't do it. I don't know. I just, it doesn't work. So is that something you see consistently outside of daylight saving time? Glad you brought it up. And you're so right. It's becoming increasing in proportions of how problematic it is to fall asleep it has to be a day in which we've done enough with everything we do emotionally socially vocationally that we reach a point near our bedtime where we feel very very sleepy and then there's the key point that makes it so difficult is in order to fall asleep we have to let the natural cycles of our body take over which means we've got to relax and the hardest thing in the world to do for many is to turn our brain off and just relax by changing the channel to something relaxing rather than a review of the day's events or anticipation of the next day and so forth. So going to bed at your regular bedtime uh, or, more importantly, a regular wake-up time and trying to find whatever works for you to clear your mind, to change the channel from thinking about things to just relaxing and letting your body do the natural rhythm of sleep I actually have a friend whose doctor said, do not watch the 10 o'clock news because it's stressing you out and you're not getting any sleep. So should we go as far as, you know, those sound machines or aromatherapy? Have you found any of those to work in your sleep lab? Yeah, they work. And, and I think the news, uh, like like your news, it's informative. So people have to have a, in order to follow sleep, you have to psychologically. There are a lot of tough questions thinking about caring for your uh-huh, aging loved ones. Ready for Most importantly, can they... And, are you there? And being able, to, yes, and being able to say yes, I'm ready for sleep after maybe watching the news, and perhaps a sound machine and some relaxing music might be nice then too. All right. Well, I guess we have to deal with it until it changes. But thank you so much for joining us on Chicago's Afternoon News. My pleasure. And uh, your suggestion is just try and get into a rhythm and stick with it, right? Yes. That's it. All right. Dr. Kathy Sexton Radek, consultant for the American Academy of Sleep Medicine. People are on the text line going, leave it alone. We like it. I don't know that many people that like it.